<laughs> We're in a fast car. It's a car. It's going fast. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're back. Another episode. Lucky number 13. Listen, shut up. Today, everybody, <laughs> at the time of recording, is Nathan's birthday. <gasps> That's right, motherfuckers. Uh, yeah. Everyone get down there and easy start praising me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Okay. That's the second birthday we've had on this show so far. What's the first? Mine. Oh, that's right. Well, I wasn't on the, it wasn't on the show, but we talked about it. Oh, that's right. I'm sure everybody has at least had a birthday on this show. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it, like it, By the time a entire year has come up, everybody who has listened or been on the show would have had a birthday. That's so true. You know? You're so smart for that. <laughs> How did you figure that out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, this brain goes here. It goes out somewhere. Oh, it goes anyway, in the toilet. Buster to catch a packet. Stories for better tried. I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. And we're here in our next exciting saga of, of debauchery and angst. And more and more angst. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We do, but before we start, I have something. I have another top five list I want to go over. You today. do? I do. Shit, dude! I keep fucking up, and like, I, I need to have a next week. I'll have a list for you. Okay, okay just have some kind of list. All right, all right. Here's my top five. Okay, so just your top five. My top five. Top five, <laughs> top five things. Just because it's my birthday and thinking about growing up, now that I'm 32, I did a top five albums I was embarrassed to let anyone know I liked growing up, but now that I'm in my 30s, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with it. All right. Number five. Maroon 5, Songs About Jane. Good album. Great record. One of their only songs. good albums. Yeah, I don't know. They had some good songs later on. A couple tracks. Yeah, yeah, at least two. But I don't know. <laughs> I think that entire record, front to back... Awesome. Awesome. I think that's one of the albums in like the early 2000s, like hi- like Hybrid Theory, or like, not the 2000s, but um, Jagged Little Pill, where like, ev- or like every song, is a, it was a hit, it yeah. felt like, you know? So like, you listen to the album and be like, oh, fuck, I know every one of these songs, yeah. you know? Awesome yeah. album, actually. Yes. Holds up. Number four, <clears throat> Coldplay, X and Y. Most, okay, mostly, I back Coldplay. Mostly, mostly I just want to say... Almost every Coldplay album I've listened to, I've enjoyed thoroughly. Yeah, like, I, very slept on band for me. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you know, growing up, they're very made fun of. And, yeah, you, you know. know what? I blame the forty-year-old virgin for that. That's true. That was the only. I feel like that was what that was when like like hating on Coldplay became a thing. I a great band, honestly. I don't get it. I don't get it either. They're good, but great band. If you ever chance to listen to them, great songwriting and just good good I, stuff. I, I've heard it described as post Britpop. Post. That's a good term. I've, I've never I've, heard that, but I agree. Yeah. Post so, Britpop. Yeah. I like that. And I love Britpop. Yeah. I love Oasis. Big Oasis. Head I love over a couple here. blur songs that all blur, but <laughs> a couple, couple tracks. <laughs> yeah. I love the Arctic Monkeys. So I'm down. Do for you Britpop. really? I couldn't tell you a single Arctic Monkeys dude, monkey song. Dude, down there, you get down off the dance floor. Okay. Don't listen, I'm going to give you like three albums later to listen Three to. albums? Okay. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number three ABBA, Gold, Greatest Hits. Okay. Isn't Al- ABBA like the highest selling band of That's all That's true, time? but you know, it's one of those bands too. You know, one of those bands growing up. People you don't want to say you listen to yeah, ABBA. Yeah, but you know what? Fuck them. ABBA, great songs, great pop songs, great mm-hmm. songwriting. Who gives a shit? I don't give a shit. If you don't like ABBA, you're fucking lying, okay? <laughs> you Every- are in, if you don't like ABBA, you are in the minority. Yeah, so eat fart, okay? That's all I got to say about that. Can you eat a gas? Number two, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Breakaway. All right. Every one of these I agree with so far. <laughs> the number one better, better be a heater because uh, <laughs> Breakaway is another one of those albums where every song is a fucking hit. Yeah. Behind These Hazel Eyes, mm-hmm. uh, Breakaway, uh, uh, Mother, 
uh, motherfucking uh, Since You've Been Gone. Yeah, all great songs. Incredible tracks, It's like, it's dude. like a great rock pop record, yeah. if anything. That's, that's oh, I'm adding that to the playlist, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah, and, and it's full agreement. Number one, this is probably should be a surprise, drum roll. Uh, Nickelback, Silver Side Up. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. All right. All right. Next the, week. They got I, the flams, baby. That's right. So next week, uh, some kind of top five list for you if you can All remember right. it. I'll get it. I'll get you if a If you top can't five. remember it, it's fine, but one of these weeks you'll All remember right. it. Hey, Siri, remind me to make a top five for Nathan next week for Sunday. <laughs> well, I'll make it work. <laughs> I'll fit it into your busy schedule. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back, pencil to it the, in. back to the saga of Norge Brigade. So we got Nick in the band. A lot yeah. of stuff is happening now. A lot Morale of shit. is up. Morale is up. Morale is at a pretty all-time high. Includes in this is we get our brand new van. Oh, man. Uh, our 2005 E350 Econoline. The Wanabango. <sighs> the Wanabango. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. This this van was a member of the band. I remember <laughs> a member of the van. It was <laughs> Yeah, dude, we spent so van has been in our songs. Like we we've, we've written about the van multiple times. It's such an important character in the history of Noise Brigade is our right. second van. So yeah, so 2014 we get Nick into the band. We're talking about our next tour. We're kind of like maybe some stuff's happening, so maybe should we take this next level? But like I said, we had to sell our old van back in LA on our first tour. Um, don't want to talk to remind about that for again. Peanuts, yeah, dude. For, yeah, yeah. Like I said, we sold it for a hundred dollars and a slap a, on the ass <laughs> for a for a fucking cab ride to the fucking airport. Oh, so, it was more embarrassing than anything. Yes. <laughs> so what? Twenty fourteen, we us. get our brand new one. Oh. It's not brand new. It's a two thousand five. But this is the first time I ever got a car loan. Is this the first time you ever like bought a car? The first. Well, I bought like crappy like cars from Craigslist and stuff oh, over yeah. the years up until then. But this is the first time like I went to a bank, learned how to loan loans work, put a down payment for it. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to you guys like, all right, if, I, if I'm going to do this, we better stay a band for five years or I'm going to fucking pissed. Yep. <laughs> Paying this shit off yeah. myself. We had an agreement like, okay, the car payments, like, which actually kind of helped me on a car payment. I would split the car payment four or five ways. Yeah. And, and the insurance, is that right? Or is that just I think I you? did the insurance myself mm. because it was it was my main commuter once I got it. Yeah. Well, which, that's right. Which is a bad mistake. If you, God. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good, if you get a 12 passenger van or whatever, mm-hmm. don't make it your commuter. You're going to spend a lot of fucking gas. God. <laughs> yeah. The poor environment. Yeah. <laughs> I destroyed a lot of stuff. But, you know, <laughs> It was my only car at the time, and you had to do what you got to do. So, yeah, so I paid the insurance myself on it. But, yeah, you guys helped the payments, and I was just like, you know what? You better be abandoned at least for five years before we pay this off, or I'm going to fucking killing all of you. (laughs) (laughs) In Minecraft. That's right, oh, but I do fucking love that thing. Oh my god, it was it was with us until it was home, man. Yeah, it was with us unfortunately until 2021. It got stolen again, a second time <laughs> in the same parking lot. In the same fuck. No, actually, no. I'm no, sorry, no, lied, no lied. yeah, Luke borrowed it, and it's not his fault. But like, he borrowed it. Someone, someone grabbed it, and fortunately, when we found it, the damage was just too good. It was too. It was too bad. Much like our first van, it would have cost way too much to repair it, and yeah. it was, you know, it was it was a lost cause. It was, but I miss it. The Wanna Bingo R.I.P. 20, 2014 and twenty twenty one to a real one. You know what? Yeah, that. You know what? Moment of silence for our van. Okay, that's okay. Fine. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember. Um, 
when we got the van i think i went with you to the dealership is that right yeah i think you and luke did yeah, yeah. i had a couple coins my dad left me at the time you had 50 cents yeah 50 well my dad was my dad was a numismatist um, a what a numismatist what you call a fancy it? word for a coin collector that's crazy and he left me a few coins and um i found one i he had these like two pennies they're like these like I'm not going to get super nerdy about this, but they were Gee, like, "Thanks, Dad." Two cents. Yeah, but but they were like, they were like, yeah, Sorry. two fucking cents. So I used two cents for a down payment. No, I sold. They were this like, kid's fi- fucking broke." Yeah, I'm not going to get too nerdy. There was something about the penny that made it made these two pennies worth how they were. So mm-hmm. I sold them off, and I used that for the down payment for the van. A lot of first for that van. A lot of everywhere. So many miles all over the country with that thing. Yeah. A hundred thousand miles in this van. I can feel them all in my back. Yes, sir. Yes. Um, I remember uh, when we first got it, and we. I remember like it was like in the driving the driveway at Danny's house. I remember feeling like we are a real band now. We, we, are have, a, real we band have a great now. drummer. We have a van. Let's fucking go. Well, let's let's do this that's shit. That's right. You know? If you notice, also too. So we're going to talk about our next record here. Don't complicate things. If you notice here, we uh, we you know we we've released a record pretty much every year until like 2017. Yeah, Nathan pointed this out to me uh, a few weeks ago, and it blew my fucking mind. It always felt like so long in between releases, and we were so busy, and like we were just so passionate about this band for like so fucking long that there was like we were just like putting out so much stuff, and like. It's funny because like everything f- sounded a little bit different. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Everything yeah. it felt like an like I don't know if it was a, if it if it was an evolution or or whatever, but like everything was so clearly a different era of the band. Yes, sonically. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. So 2014, we got Nick in the band. We play the we play the Battle of Warp tour. Yeah. Again, um, I don't think it was the intent this time. Just have I think going into it this time as it was the previous years. Um, it was just to have fun this time. No pressure really in our This honor. was this was the battle for the Road to Warp Tour, is that correct? No, it's just regular Battle of the Warp oh, Battle okay. of the Warp Tour. So so remember this. So we played the battles. <clears throat> we got we get to the finals again. Mm-hmm. Like so two rounds, like we said before in our previous episodes. We get to the finals. And I think the cool thing, anybody everybody that made it to the finals got to play the Road to Warp Tour That's that year. That's right. And I so, totally forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, that's how so, so many bands play. So this is the year of Road to Warp Tour. So if you don't know what this is, so we all should know what the Warp Tour is, and we mentioned in previous episodes. This was the first year a bunch of promoters were going to bring it up to Alaska. It was a, like a pre-show thing before the tour officially started with like a select amount of bands. That yeah, were there was the only tour. like six bands and that um, they brought up to be part of it. And um and we'll get to the, like how it was set up and everything. Us knowing that was happening because we knew it was that was happening before we did the warp battles, and that was the thing. I feel like all five of us at the time wanted like we don't really care about playing warp. We want to play the we want to play this. We want to play this fucking yeah. thing because they announced that I think Devil Wears Prada played all time low. Less than Jake. Yeah, yellow card three oh three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, wonderful! Yeah. Oh, so glad, crazy, but crazy though. But it was, it was like, a, yeah, it was it was a it was a very very exciting time. So, like I said, we didn't we didn't win the battles. I think Griffith won that year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it was either Griffith or the Jeffries. Might have been, it was probably a, it was probably Griffith. I remember I have them a vague memories down. of the Griffith uh, and they, 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 the, they, Griffith. <laughs> the Griffith, the Griffith, yeah. That and this was when Griffith was. I, I would say this is probably when they were like fucking firing on all cylinders kind of thing. They yeah. were, they were a great local band. They the were the band to win. Yeah, I think. 100%. And um, I think we played very well too. Um, but at the same time, I didn't really care. I think all yeah. of us were just like, I want to play the fucking Road to Warp Tour. Yeah, we're in. And, so we're, we're so good. as soon as we got to the finals, we're like, cool. We're, we're playing, like, we're gonna play this Road to Warp Tour. 
thing. Yeah. So before we play the World Rope Tour, we commence on making our next record. Yeah. Already, right? I want to say it's less than a year already. <laughs> less than a year after pros and cons? I want to say yes. The yeah. Year, yeah. Um, I think... I farted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you said, like we said before, I think... I'm not sure what the catalyst was, but like, I don't. I think we wrote some songs that we had like just playing and like practicing with Nick and stuff. We're like, man, these songs are fucking rad. I really, we should record them so we can like just get them out there. Um, I do have one thing to say though. A few of these songs, actually, I have I have uh, evidence of this. Ooh. A few of these songs existed before Nick joined the band, and I had worked on some of them with Calvin. Um, oh, okay. if you remember this, yeah, um, yeah, because I have a vague feeling like I think three sixty no scope three sixty was one I, like I did write with Calvin uh, Tung Fu. I actually have um, we we mentioned a few episodes, I think maybe last episode about our SoundCloud that was public, like yeah. we, and I have it right here. I have demos for three sixty oh. Tung Fu and uh, a song that will come up in a few episodes, Adventure. So that'll that'll come up later, but um, I have these demos. I didn't, I didn't know Tung Fu was that old. Uh, yeah, for surprisingly, some I thought that actually that makes sense that we didn't write it with Nick. Yeah, because it's got the punk beat. Yeah, because so, so a lot of those. Yeah, so there must have been like stuff we're working on with Calvin. Yeah. at the time there are actually quite a few yeah. songs. I want to say um, I've got like six or seven songs or like snippets of songs that either didn't get used at all or we like picked parts of over yeah. our career, and we'll and I'll bring those up when when the actual songs come up um <clears throat> but i kung fu actually is interesting um because you wrote all of that song really yeah. musically mm-hmm. and I, I i did a demo of it and i played everything so it's like my it was like, yeah. like this demo is like my interpretation of a you song almost that's funny a few of these songs existed before nick joined the band um because yeah. just from jamming and stuff and then nick uh wrote don't complicate things or, i'm sorry don't come calling. Don't come calling. I get yeah. it mixed up. Yeah. Well, uh, with us. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's dive into it right now. Go, yeah. So let's do it. All right. Don't complicate things. Um, it's only five songs. Not that many. Yeah. Um, are probably our shortest EP to date. Going off what you just said, we had written these songs and we had written a banger with Nick. It was like, we just got to get these out there before Road to Warp Tour so we could have something cool. Yeah. And the first song on that is probably one of our... I up my ass about this, but maybe one of our biggest hits at the time. Mm-hmm. Don't come calling. I'll put yeah. a clip here for you, but um. Yeah, this was. This was. I think when we wrote this <clears throat> song. This was like okay, we need to make another record real quick. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. Know, like because like I I don't I remember because yeah because I had these we had these songs like in like uh, like in the yeah tank, in the, you in know, the can like, that then, was the catalyst. then when we wrote don't come calling I was like okay we gotta put we gotta we gotta put these songs yeah out because these that's are, right I remember yeah yeah I remember right. um we you me I think just the four of us you me Luke and Nick were all in my basement mm-hmm. and I'm just like okay I got this song uh, let's, let's let's hash it out and I think I had an acoustic crappy acoustic version or something at the time yeah I remember that you had that main the you had that riff and I had the I wrote that it um that's right you came with that part yeah I wrote that I wrote that when I was on vacation here in Portland visiting siege and divides oh that's cool. <laughs> I was like played on their acoustic and shit I was like that's a cool little riff and then we when we wrote 
when we started working on this song, I was like, oh, dude, dude I got this. this, I got this. It's so, so an example of that where like I come with something where I think and then you were like, let's do this instead. Peanut butter and jelly, baby. Exactly. So I wrote all the lyrics to it. Um, 100%. 100% right? me. You know what's funny? This, this is, is also one of the first songs I've written. Like maybe, maybe it's the it's the, maybe the lyrics I can look back on and look a little weird. But like I was like, this is I was like. I'm proud of this song. Hell yeah. Yeah. You should be. <laughs> I think this is the only record we've ever released that I didn't write a single song on lyrically. Oh, no. Not that, a single that's, song. That's nuts. I wrote, um, this is probably has like the least Doug influence of any record that's we've crazy. ever done. Because I wrote, I wrote 360 musically, but that's it. That's crazy. Yeah, no lyrics, really. Yeah. yeah. Not, not one. It's a typical, like, I think, remember, I wrote the song very quickly. Yeah. Very, I want to say, it's that same old story you hear about all the great songs. Not saying this is a great song or saying, like, it's a hit or, like, other people. But, like, when it comes to, like, me personally feeling a good song, like, I wrote this song, like, five, ten minutes. I yeah. think I, how do I explain this? I had tried, I, I, tried, I, I was basically heartbroken, I guess, mm -hmm. from some kind of, relationship i was trying to start yeah it didn't actually go anywhere yeah but just the fact of coming up going into it and being 100 and then be proud hey stop right there and then fell flat on my face yeah place fit fell flat, P flat. P for please yeah P for <laughs> flat on my face so i don't know just how i felt the time so i wrote this the lyrics are kind of a little bitter and like yeah what do you think it come off as uh, I would say bitter, yeah. Yeah, it's um, kind of you, bitter. You, uh, I don't think like a fuck you thing. It's just like it's just how you're feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Just like, hey, come on, don't fucking waste my time. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, it's, that's the kind of shit you write when you're in your early twenties and you're and you feel wronged. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's just that's how it goes. Yeah, you know, that's how we feel all the time. But yeah, wrote it very quickly. <clears throat> showed it. I think I showed it to you first, and Probably. then I showed it to Nick. And then yeah, we got. In, I'm like, I, I really didn't know how the drums were gonna go or how that beginning part was gonna go. Mm -hmm. And then I remember getting in that room with Nick, and Nick does the cool fucking. And I and um, if you listen to the Nick episode where we kind of mentioned where it's kind of a new metal beat, it is kind of a it new, is it's a it is a new metal focused song, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's very Fancy. groovy. It's got the fucking catchy ass chorus i was very specific with our singer at the time i i because I, I sung it i actually remember singing it to him mm -hmm. in the basement i'm like this is how it goes and i remember recording, recording it too i was like this is how you're gonna sing it and every time i was very picky i was like this yeah. is how it goes yeah don't fuck this up yeah and i have one thing to say about um writing a song quickly i think when you have the idea in your head you know like and it's and it's like okay this i got this uh, i need to get it out like that's if you can if you have like the um Oh, how do, I, how do I want to say this? If you got all that like creative energy in you, and you can, and you have the ability to just get it out, and like the, the song is like that strong to you, that's why all those great songs are written so shortly. Because yeah. like the like that's the purest form of the idea. You know, that's what I mean? yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Like I look back, I, I could be nitpicky. Like I don't know, if, maybe I don't like the word pincushion. <laughs> like oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some of the lyrics are kind of whatever, but like yeah, whatever. But I don't know that chorus though. I feel like is probably a very strong suit. On my, I feel like yeah. And, um, Great job, and um, thank you. And Nick killed it on the on the making the backbeat and on, on that. Yeah, and I love the part the the fucking 
um, the build up, the dinner, dinner, it's just it's just a spot for Nick to go just nuts on it. Yeah, it's awesome. It really dude. showcases his part. And my favorite part of that of don't come, um, don't come calling. <laughs> I was I always want to call it don't complicate things because the chorus has okay. The chorus is interesting because it doesn't say don't complicate things, but the don't is implied. Yeah, is that right? So it's like don't waste me complicate things right yeah but, so, you, but the don't but is implied. implied yeah you, you're like saying don't waste me don't in parentheses complicate okay, things yeah. or like don't or a comma don't waste me and also yeah don't complicate things. and it's funny because we made a <laughs> shirt once that had our it was one of those like pocket logo like breast logo yeah. teeth and then on the back it was like a live shot it said don't waste me don't complicate things <laughs> because like that's the name of the record you know so whatever <laughs> that's funny um but my favorite part of uh don't uh, don't come calling. Oh, thank you. Um, is the pre-chorus where Nick has that cool? Like, yes. Boom, boom. God, dude, God. I love awesome. that part so much as well. It's and a drum the- hook. It's a drum hook in my in our opinion, and the way Nick does it too, he leaves a lot of room for the vocals to kind of glide over that. Yeah. I'm probably getting really nerdy about that, but that's just my opinion. Okay. I think it does, you know. And what's what's what I love about Nick as a drummer is that he he plays for the song, you know, mm-hmm. like it like the, the chorus is very simple drum wise. Uh-huh. That's the whole chorus. You and know you, what I mean? And I remember you had the idea to chop that chorus up. Was that was that, that was idea? your idea? Yeah, because I, I, I just was straightforward, which is interesting. Um, because that's the same rhythm as the main riff. It makes sense for but bring it back. So it's it's all it all ties together, that's baby. Right. That's, that's just right. the, the it's little <laughs> little stuff like that that ties everything together. That's that's what's so fun about songwriting. I oh think. yes, you know, I do think it's. I mean, looking back, probably it's a little on the long side, but yeah. But you know, I don't know. It's also just rips all the it's way. Awesome, it's so dude. sick. I, I remember you were saying a couple weeks ago, "Why the fuck are we singing the chorus twice at the end here?" Dude, yeah, it's got <laughs> it's got four choruses, but the last one changes though. That's true. It's, got, it's like it, cha- it, it, it drops. It, it's got the extra pre-choruses, vocals, yeah. pre-chorus vocals in there, which is another hook. This yeah. song's full of hooks. Yeah, and you know, I'm gonna sit. I'm probably gonna ask about that, but this was probably you know we talked about some of our other big songs, but. This was like came off super well with all our friends and yeah. everything like it. I think this song to, to me personally, I could be I could be um, my perspective could be off on this because I'm in the band. But I think this to me was our most like straightforward like this is a pop punk banger. Yeah, like or like it reminded me of like the starting line, New Found Glory yeah. kind of yeah, early exactly. Stuff, you know? like, like it was influenced by those like big like yeah. pop punk radio hits. Yes, I think I you know I, I, mean? I agree. I think I, I was listening to a lot at that time. And yeah, I mean, it has the pedal thing in the beginning, and it just it's, yeah, you know, it, it it's a hook. There's hooks all over the place on, on this thing, mm-hmm. and I think it resonated well. I remember, um, I remember we had Blaze, our buddy Blaze, over a couple weeks ago when he came over to our our when they, when they came over to our um, going away show. And I, I showed him the set list, and it was like, and, he, and they're like, oh, "Oh, you mean you mean our comeback show?" Yeah. And, he, and they're like, "Oh fuck, you're playing that song." Yeah, and we dude. haven't played it in years. Yeah, we don't we, we don't really play this song unless Nick is with it. 
yeah uh, with us it feels like it, it feels, feels like a just it's yeah. it's an it's we we picked it specifically to play because nick was playing with us yeah, yeah. i think that when we played it at our return show we haven't played that song in god probably 2016 since 2016 you're, you're it right. was a while yeah uh, i think we came like we went to alaska we played we would play it again when we did hd remake it felt like we were bringing it back for yeah. that you know um yeah but like i don't feel like anybody could play that song as well as nick could so yeah. i think we that, that song came from his heart you yeah 100 there's no knocking elias yeah for that just nick, wonderful drummer yeah nick just that was his song mm-hmm. and that was the only song he wrote with us in the somehow band. yeah you know and, he, uh, he wrote like bits and bobs of other stuff that we never really ended up using but that was the only song that he wrote with us fully you know like that has his, his nick stamp on it you know yeah and which I, is I, unfortunate because yeah. he's, a, he's a wonderful drummer yeah i love that song to this day it's mm-hmm. a very special song to me it was the first song i could look back and go i'm proud of this song hell yeah and i think it helped me like oh i am pretty <laughs> maybe not maybe i'm okay at the songwriting yeah. thing if you disagree out there send me an email if you think if you think nathan's a fucking dog shit songwriters at, email us it must <laughs> yeah <laughs> please do <laughs> you'd be uh, wrong but you know hey uh, you can't say that to, to on his birthday to eat, yeah it's my birthday how Fuck dare you? you yeah all right and then all right next song uh tongue foo i love tongue foo this terrible song name oh come on <laughs> I'm, I'm the only one that thinks it's funny you know you fucking named it because it's yeah i did name. oh that's that's my stamp on the circuit i didn't write any songs but i did name tongue fu yeah. and 360 no scope actually that's true so, okay um it's 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 kung fu but with your tongues like you're making out <laughs> it's stupid whatever um, but, um uh i remember writing this song at not, I don't know if it was done quickly, but I remember like the I wanted a song where it just kind of it would introduce kind of the hook in the beginning, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of a hook in the beginning, and it gets really fast. And I remember writing that beginning part at like fucking I couldn't sleep one night at like Danny's house, like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I just got my brand new ESP LTD one thousand with that red one. Oh. I just got that guitar, so like it was like right there. Is that I the one w- you sold to Josh? Yes. Yeah. It was like right there in front of me, and I would like open my eyes like four in the morning. I was like, I got a riff. I got a riff. (laughs) (laughs) I remember just like, Um, did that? Did the little jangly riff come first, or was it the the jangly riff came first? Then I put that in the background, and then I did consciously at the end for the coda. I was like, I want this like. Oh yeah, this is a coda. Yeah, yeah. It has that big bass coda at the end where it starts with the bass and then ends with everyone being very loud. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I so those are the two things I know I wanted. I wanted that fast thing in the beginning and I wanted that big um code at the end yeah. with the, with uh, with with Luke doing the bass thing. Did you write the bass part or did Luke? I think I had an idea. Like mm-hmm. that's here the, the chords. Like here are the chords and then I gave like here's what here's what I have in my head. And then when I t- showed Luke out, and then he kind of took it and made it his own. Oh, okay. And I was like, perfect. That's, yeah, he sounds he, great to me. <laughs> he crushed it. Yeah. yeah. Very. Yeah. Very. Boo doo doo doo. It's it's just like the what is it the six? Yeah, it's just it's four, just one, it's mostly five. bouncing off a bunch of fifths and stuff. But like yeah. yeah, but um, I had a very simple version, and Luke made it better. And yeah, that was all. He was so good at yeah. that. Luke was always really good at like if I had a general idea in my head, and. And I knew myself, I was very open to uh, compromising. Yeah. I'd just be like, okay, here you go, Luke. What do you yeah. think? And then uh, most of the time, nine times a 10, great. Yeah. That. I think that's <laughs> that's something that um, 
I think I wasn't very good at uh, while Luke was in the band. Like you really let him shine in a lot of your songs and stuff. I was like, no, this is what you're gonna play uh, on, I, on a lot of my <laughs> yeah. songs, for better or for worse. Yeah, sometimes, I, sometimes I, I was right, it, sometimes I, I was wrong. I get it. I, well, I would always allow myself for those compromises. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. And I don't know. I, just, I always. To this day, I always leave when I'm writing a Noise Brigade song. I always maybe there are some parts or some maybe melodies where I'm very adamant on, but like I usually try to keep most of my stuff pretty open, to yeah, to, pretty open for interpretation or compromise. I, th- I think that's something I have learned over the years is it's better to just present a skeleton if you have yeah. like like you know in the past I would present a song to the band where it's like I have every detail. Mm-hmm. And you guys need to play it like this, which is not and really the, that cool. It, it's it's not wrong. I don't think it's wrong, say. Um, but when you're in, when you're in a band with four or five other people, it's it's not really fair. It's exa- if exactly. That makes sense. Like it's, sti- it's just stifling their creativity and their voice yeah. and stuff. So I wish there are a lot of there are a lot of instances that I wish I can go back and be like, all right, here's I have these chords. This is what kind of yeah. like beat I want for this. Let's write this together. My, my thing too is like me seeing it one way. And have someone else sing in a completely different way. Sometimes comes a better. It makes a better result. Yeah, for and sure. I and some of our favorite songs are like that, where I think it's supposed to be in my head. It's sounding this way, and then when I have you or Dimitri look at it, I'm like, oh shit! I did. I is. did not look at it that way. That is fucking awesome. Yeah, and, but and the, it happens both ways too. It, it like, does. And there's nothing. Also, if you're adamant about something, like it needs to be this. That's okay. That's okay too. Yeah. And then, you know, and as long as you express that opinion and make sure people are on board with it. Yeah, as long as everybody's open about it and like yeah. are, you know, they can re- they're yeah. receptive to it, yeah. you know, that that can work. Mm-hmm. It's just um I had a problem with like like everything was done like all right, this you guys learned this song, you know. I I, don't, mm-hmm. I wish I can go back and change that. One of the hey, many things. Yeah, you learn. I, th- I feel like you're, you're you're good about that now. <laughs> I think I am, yeah. yeah. Even like even when we wrote the new record, like I had Panic Bloom like uh-huh. pretty much done except like we wrote we're kind of worked on the lyrics together yeah. but like i just had the chords it was it was like that's how it was right. i just yeah, had I the chords like, like all right let's do this yeah. together kind yeah. of thing you know? like i said you've always been that person in the, in the band where you play something and i don't really want to change much of it yeah so there is that thing and like if if i think if i look at something you do and i'm already fine with it like whatever it's good with me. I can't think yeah. of anything. And you always it. added something cool. Yeah. You know? If I could, if like, I feel like if I need to add something, I will say something for sure. And, but if it doesn't need it, or if I'm trying to force myself to add something for the sake of me trying to add something, Just then I'm it. like, yeah, I'm trying too hard. It doesn't need anything. Yeah. Cause then um, that can be a problem too. You're like, what the fuck? Why do I have 17 fucking harmonies on this? thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Tung Fu, I, um, out of the five songs, is probably my least favorite, but I like the I ska do, part. You introduced the ska Yeah, the, the ska part. Um, yeah, we, had to re, we had to remind everybody again that we're a ska yeah, band. Hey, yeah. You motherfuckers you forgot. forgot. <laughs> but we, we still got it, motherfuckers. What's cool about that ska part is that um, it's it's like a halftime thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the bass is playing that boo-doo, boo-doo, doo But when it comes back again, it's like a breakdown which uh, which, oh, match, yeah, we which matches that, that is pretty cool so i think that's pretty cute i always love playing that song live because i love getting to the end where you know it kind of does that slow breakdown punk thing and mm-hmm. it slows it up very melodic and then we, we get those dueling like guitar yeah, things and then we all just go nuts at the end because yeah. they're very simple chords and we're just going nuts and yeah it's just all about the feel yeah i like the i like uh i like everything about, i think this is an awesome song yeah. i think it's yeah. um i do i I do love the melody that was written on it. I do Ooh. think that's very catchy. I, I agree. do love it. C- lyrics I can care less for. Yeah, uh, but but the, but the melody, even like the yeah, I I love that melody. So sure. that was that was a good. Example I think I'm I'm really proud of um, 
I I really like writing leads to songs that you've written. So like I, I wrote a, like a lot of what I'm doing in the song is just lead guitar, mm-hmm. which is I don't really play a lot of leads, I guess. But like, now like you, I think nowadays you're probably the more lead guitar player than <laughs> I am. I I've got the. Um, these cool like I got this really cool like ri- like lead riff in the first verse over the punk beat and these <laughs> octave <laughs> I think it's sick I think it's badass yeah do you, you do that a lot though which is cool yeah yeah I don't fucking like <laughs> I noticed in my years of being a singer I stray away from playing anything that's like <laughs> I know I can do it yeah and I've proven I felt like I've proven that to you and sure. like I can if you were to tell me this complicated part I can figure it out and do it yeah. but I. Like, see, like Panic Blue. Yeah. yeah. I see myself straying away from that stuff because I also need to sing at the same time. Yeah. So like I'm like, I don't want to play Fuck anything complicated. But Doug, but Doug seems more, com- <laughs> more comfortable doing it, so he can do all that You're stuff. better at like texture stuff, I think. You know, like texture. I always joke and- because that's why maybe that's why I use a K-boy, so I can anchor my finger. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tung Fu rocks. I think it was. Uh, I think it was very well received among among people that went to so. our shows. Yeah. We yeah. used. It, I think we played it a lot up until we moved. Yeah, yeah, it's a good song. I think we played it a couple times when Elias was in the band. Yeah, Maybe. I loved that song for a while, and yeah, nothing wrong with it there. I think underappreciated in the in the overall Noise Brigade canon. It's easier to look at this. I feel like so far it's easier to look at this album a little better because there's only five songs. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, Tung Fu is a good song. Um, yeah. I give it a four out of five. Cool. And then, yeah. Oh, we didn't rate Duck One Calling. Five. Five out of five. Great yeah, song. Yeah. Um, oh, are we doing out of 10 or out of five? Do five. Fuck yeah, anything. Five is easier rate. Every song on this album's awesome. Or yeah. EP. So, yeah. whatever. Uh, number three, 360 No Scope. This song fucking your wrist this dude. is this is oh, another example i call this song step of my lego part two yeah it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the same structure yeah it's well, um, not really well no we had the we had the breakdown in the middle it's, yeah this song is like the but breakdown is the coda for this yeah, yeah that's right, right. Yeah. yeah this is um it's in drop c sharp um that's true it's it's just a loud ass rocker man and it's got that big fat chunky breakdown at, oh, at, at yeah. the end if, if anybody went to went to our shows back in back in anchorage before we moved i feel like this was this was always kind of a standout in our set like that last breakdown Just, it's just a fucking rocker, man. Yeah, no, I, and like it like cuts off right at the end, like Jing the last. And then just stops at the end. Oh, yeah. Which is a callback to the um, post, I guess the first post chorus. It's a callback to that. It's a great written song, too. Like, did you write? You just wrote the music. I wrote all the music. Yeah, no I even words. think the melody's really good. Like yeah. the melody's really good. I think of the chorus. I added a little. I, I this is one of the actually this, <laughs> is an, this is an example I did a lead on. That, yeah, yeah, and it rocks. And you actually know I I lied. Um, you did write some of it. You wrote um the verse riff. Oh, that's right. You did write that. Okay, I can't remember. I remember that. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm part of that song. This yeah. is not, there is not really much of you, I guess. Not a this. whole lot, surprisingly. <laughs> um, for someone who was like, I don't want to say controlling, but I, I had to have my my fingers in everything, you know, because yeah. I was producing a, a lot of our stuff. But uh, this was the one record where I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take a little bit of a. It was. I don't even know if it was conscious. I was. I like, don't think it was like I said. We wanted these songs out really. Like we wrote these three songs, and we're like oh, we got to get these songs out. Let's yeah. just do it real quick. And, it was, like, and that, that shows in the recording. It's actually kind of raw, and there's not a lot of production to it. Yeah. And I'll touch on this real. I think 
the recording on this, we kind of did the same kind of deal. Um, we did everything ourselves. Once again, we're fucking broke. We don't. We don't want to spend all that money. Yeah. Um, I think you got to do. Did you use Superior Drum or something? Yeah, I, I learned a lot, and I had. Um, uh, I learned. I got. A, I got some new programs. I had yeah, Superior I Drum heard too. it. You did a demo of something, and I was like, "This sounds really good. Let's just record it like this." For yeah, these three it sounded songs. better than Pros and Cons to me. Honestly, this song sound. This record sounds better. Up until up until probably like you know. Find what you love, almost. Maybe find what you love. I think it came. I, like I don't think it's mastered very well because no. you didn't know much about the mastering. But yeah. like sonically, it's not that bad. It sounds pretty fucking. Yeah, good. I was like, <laughs> um, I think that's because we did it so fast, and I didn't allow myself to overthink and overcomplicate. Oh, don't complicate things. <laughs> um, it was yeah, it was just straight up, real quick. Not a lot. The only like production that was added was a bass drop in three sixty. That's it. You know. Yeah, it was done really quick we actually mic'd your amp up we did we mic'd the amps up um, i went direct room. but you but you but i that's wanted what to try it cool. i think i wanted to try it it I sounds want... the guitar sounded really good yeah. i think but yeah this is the first thing that i um, recorded since as long as you think we're funny if i'm not mistaken yeah for everything yeah, yeah. and um it sounds i it, think it sounds so pretty much pretty better. good no it holds yeah, up yeah i'm like thinking of everything afterwards personally to me sonically and up yeah up until find what you love this was this is probably the best one yeah you know everything out and maybe like i said maybe then after that you just kind of thought too much <laughs> yeah exactly that's exactly what it is you yeah. know um and i didn't even have that good of gear at the time you know i just had like, i think i know I, as i have dabbled into recording and engineering what do I know? Probably nothing. But I feel I like I kind of like limiting myself. What yeah. I have this. How do I make what I have sound good? And yeah. that's that could be a challenge and fun fun on its own. Yeah, and just committing early or committing. That's a, that's a big thing too. Just committing. Like, oh, it sounds like this. Does it, does it sound bad? And does it hurt my ears? And yeah. I can say answered no to both of those. I'm like, okay, probably gonna move on. Yeah, <laughs> like, and your 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 recordings sound great. I appreciate because that. of that. Yeah, I have a I have a problem um, when it comes to recording with uh, committing to sounds for sure. Like that's like that's that's definitely a drawback of of using amp sims and programming drums. Is you can always go back and edit stuff and like. Change yeah, tones I stuff. don't really have. Yeah. Maybe there's there's go both sides of that. Maybe I don't think too much. Like there's a balance somewhere. That there's a balance find, somewhere, you know? I guess. But like you know, sometimes you know, fucking like like you give me an EQ thing and I'll just sit there and mess with them. Like I don't know if this is doing anything. to <laughs> my ear personally. Yeah. I'm just like that's my my thing. It, does it hurt my ear? Like yeah. does that's it hurt all that my matters. ear? And like would I listen to this? personally go that's pretty rad yeah like that's, that's all my that two things and i'm like okay cool and then because music is so subjective already so yeah. like even mixing you, know, you have seven if you have like five different people mix a song they can have their own kind of painting on it and yeah. like it could be all so fucking different and the, honestly too like if you don't if nothing stands out to you or like ah that sounds kind of weird i guarantee you if you're not like if you're a, a music enjoyer that's not like into recording music no one's gonna be like this sounds fucking weird you know yeah so like if you get it right at the source um and you commit to it and nothing maybe like get some opinions on it of course yeah. but like mm -hmm. that's it you know it can be that simple yeah i feel like also you're gonna make some stinkers in the beginning oh for sure and you just know you're gonna if you know it stinks you just know you then you know for next time i've been recording music for f 16 years and i've just recently stopped making stinkers <laughs> so um maybe that's because i learned so much from you so when, I, so when i went to it i was like oh i saw the mistakes that doug was doing so <laughs> i'm not gonna do you that. got good really fast i farted i don't know if good i i think it was just stewing because yeah. not knowing what out you i had no idea what you were doing back then and then you know during covid i was like okay i want to try some of this stuff and then knowing all the mistakes you had made in the past mm -hmm. helped me to like okay and then i'll just then i'll just go to you later like okay what do you do this what do you do now yeah okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, I, I got frustrated a lot back in the day. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that with our next record. Yeah, but uh, that was a slog. But uh, and then the last two songs, um, we kind of quieted down. They're like two kind of acoustic songs. Yeah, um, we, they were written pretty fast. I think. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't. I can't tell you why we did that. Honestly, I think it was cool because, like, I know. Okay, I, I think we wanted to do five songs. I think, mm-hmm. and I want. I know that I wanted. I wanted to. F- I wasn't done with adventure yet. The adventure could have gone on this, but I didn't finish it in time. Oh, okay. um, so like, let's hold off on adventure for the next record. Um, but we still have five songs. So let's just write a couple acoustic songs. Like that was just, I guess the vibe, you mm-hmm. know, and we wrote them pretty quick. I think you wrote cliffside. Uh, yeah. Mostly. I wrote, yeah. Uh, did you, I feel like maybe that was a collaborative thing. Musically. I feel like it You're was probably right. Um, I, I, I know we wrote the bridge. You together. know, honestly, I think of these last two songs. I don't remember writing them that much. They went re- like, I barely remember writing them. Honestly. I know cliffside was potentially going to be a full band. thing. We played it a couple full day like yeah, twice. Yeah. So yeah. I think we were compromising at the time. Okay, let's just do acoustic right now since so we don't really know how we're going to do this full band. Right. So I do remember that, but the actual process of writing those last two. I barely remember. Yeah. So we got Cliffside, which I'll put a thing here. And I think it's a great song. I do too. I um, think it's really I think good. it's done really well. I like the melody in it. Um, you know, say what you, you know, we talk a lot of shit about our singer, but I think. Uh, Unfortunately, he was good the at performance writing actually wasn't that bad. Yeah. I do. I personally do like how loud. Um, he gets. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think it shows emotion. I, you know what's so funny? <laughs> I'm the opposite. I don't like. Um, I let him do his thing because mm-hmm. that's his, you know it's his song, whatever. Um, but I'm always like, it always feels out of place to me. Like, just <laughs> okay, shut, okay. shut up. You don't have to agree all the time. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. But it's it's. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do that. You know, that's just that's just what he felt for the song. Like, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the next song and the last one. The uh, what, what was it called? The fucking uh, you, me, and the brick wall you built between us. That's right. My favorite SpongeBob episode. Yeah. That's pie. your favorite episode. It's one of my top five with the pie. It's like it's like the, one of the very <laughs> first episodes. Thanks for the episodes. pie, Squidward. La 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 la. Um, <laughs> the boys you know, cries so you a sweater of tears and you and kill, kill them. <laughs> it's so funny that uh, I think this is the second. This is the last song we have as this song title as the SpongeBob quote. Is that correct? Ah, uh, you know what? We'll we see down the line. Maybe we had we had Evil and then this song. I Both very any, serious songs. I can't think of anything. That was our thing back then. Like all these songs. I guess my song was pretty serious, but even it had a serious title. But even like down the line, like like they're all pretty serious subject matters. But like, did we name Tung Fu? Or, yeah, three sixty no school. So like yeah. that. So like that was our humor back then. Yeah, we don't do that much anymore. It's funny. But like, yeah. Um, I think we get the mountains of all the really portrays that. <laughs> oh God, that was the worst of it. I think. Uh, um, yeah, I think these two acoustic songs are really cool. I like. Um, I just can't. I can't tell you. Fuck it around. Remember when we wrote them? I think, dude. Honestly, I think. If I'm not mistaken, we uh, hung out at my old place, place so much, and I remember we wrote like so. We you know we wrote you know tongue food three sixty beforehand. Wrote don't come calling with Nick at my place. And then those acoustics, I feel like they were just a result of you and me hanging out at my old place. Just jamming. Just jamming on our acoustic guitars. And, and like, then we like showed him to our old singer and he, like we were like writing something. Yeah, this. Or, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's how it yeah, went. And recorded him in our living. Like there were two living rooms of the house I was in and we recorded them in the upstairs living room. I remember that part. I mean, that's just very fast, simple song. This whole record is just a quick little sampler of what we were of our creativity at the time. Yeah. And only one of or 
I guess two of the songs got re-recorded, but like Tung Fu is exclusive to this, and then the two two acoustic songs never got put on anything else. Yeah. So you know. You know, I, yeah, and like I said, I still think sonically it sounds pretty good to this day. I agree. Um, you know, we should remaster it. Just I just want to see what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, I think I uh, well, I've got the um, I've got the sessions. Uh, well, we can still remaster off the waves, can't we? Is that well, a thing? We, well, we would be mastering on top of a master because oh, okay. I don't have the unmastered no, version. You're, you're right. Um, I thought maybe we could fudge that, but I'm going to do that with Younger Heart. So whatever maybe. fuck it, well, it, maybe it I'll, check it it. I, I'll check it out maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe i'll run it I'll, I'll just want to see what it sounds speaking like. of mastering this record i um it so, was all, hold on before we get into okay, that okay. because probably people probably don't even know what that is oh yeah. mastering all right check mastering. this out so let's, let's, let's clear it up for the, let's for clear the audience it up. Let's try, i'm trying to dumb this down for you so you make your record <laughs> you fucking idiots you make your record you have all the parts you have a guy going there like, all right, I'm going to turn this up, turn this down, add a little of this, fart on a little of that, maybe take this out because this part means nothing. Mm-hmm. That's mixing. That's mixing. Yes. You know, you know, putting it, so like, let's say cooking, right? Putting all your shit in a bowl and making it taste good. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that you have your food, you want to eat it, right? But you can't eat it on the hot stove. You got to let it cool off. You got to present it. Yeah. You got to make it look pretty. Mise en place. Or so whatever you got to take that soup, put it in a nice bowl, add some orange juice, get some napkins, some silverware. That's, that's, that's the complete meal. And that's your master. That's mastering. And that's mastering. So that's, that's the result of taking that mix, shining it up. And then getting it ready to be put on a record. Yeah, we had no concept of that back then. Yeah, classically, ma- the mastering process is the very final step when you've got all the mixes. Um, it's when you you create the master tracks to f- for when you're pressing a record, right? That's what gives to me. That's what gives the song its cl- its clearness. That's what sound. That's when it sounds done. Yeah, so you'd be surprised probably if you're not like into recording. Um, you'd be surprised how different a lot of songs sound unmastered yes i farted again um (laughs) well to me if they're unmastered they have that i I call it fuzziness there's like some kind of fuzzy and then when the master goes in it cleans it up yeah it makes it nice and it makes it gives a nice little polish on it and a lot of times your mastering engineer will have just the one single track that's been mixed down so they don't they can't go in and edit the guitars and anything or anything like that like that's all it's looking at it as a whole yeah as a song as a whole yeah and um a lot of times they'll like they'll like boost some frequencies make it a little punchier with compression Mm -hmm. make and, and and also a goal is to make it as loud as they can without sacrificing the dynamic range yes. you know more or less there were that was there was a whole era where like diamond we're probably getting too much into this squished. stuff but like, oh yeah i'm a nerd about yeah, this but, uh, but, forever. but uh we didn't have that concept at all back then so we didn't know so what did you do to master this uh, stuff so i on my 21st birthday i drove over to nathan's house after work and you guys had like a big like home stereo setup oh, in your living right. room I remember that. and i like plugged my laptop into that and i was like this all right i'm gonna turn it up and turn some knobs and okay it's mastered you know what yeah. I mean? it's it's kind of quiet there's a hiss to it have you ever have you noticed that it sounds like there's like some kind of high like there's like a high frequency hiss to the record i don't know where that came from it sounds like you're listening to it on a tape almost yeah i thought say there's like there's some kind of I mean, I mean, me personally, there's there's some kind of charm to it. I think it's I, I think, I it think cool. it's cool. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of those like old seventies records have like kind of hiss to it. Yeah, you know. Um, I think I know what you're talking about, but you know, like I said, maybe probably just a result of maybe using a maybe using something and boosting some kind of frequency in the wrong way. Probably I'm sure, from I'm, the bass. Yeah, I used to I'm, sure you, I'm sure if you, I'm sure you, I'm sure you messed with something on or went to a proper master, probably would have been done pretty cool. Yeah. But like, hey, it is what it be like that. Yeah. Uh, also, program drums. 
Nick had Nick was in the band, but we didn't want to fucking go through all this. Like thing. I said, we were so fucking cheap back then. Yeah, and it was we were, easier like for said, me to and just. We'll reiterate this too. Recording was such a second. It was such a backseat thing to us. We're like, I don't want to pay all this fucking money. Yeah, we could just do this, and then we spend all our money on other shit, like buying a van. Or, yeah, or doing our going on tour and all this other crap. Or yeah, just, yeah. Like, I programmed is like. The program uh, doesn't sound bad. They sound, they sound realistic, right? Yeah. And it's uh, it's true to what Nick Nick played. Yeah, you know, uh, it was just uh, it, was, it was the economical solution at the time. Yeah, and for know? all you purists out there, who gives a shit? It's rats I don't ass. care I don't if care. you don't like it. That's fine. You don't have to like it. I think the songs kick ass, Thank and that's you. all that matters. And if you guys don't like it, and you're gonna sit through with the songs. The drums sound fake as fuck. I don't care. I don't think they do. Oh, okay, that's your opinion. I don't care. You know what? Um, <laughs> you told me a song that bro used that that got five thousand people jumping in the air. That's right. Fuck you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, one thing before we move on from this record, the single most, the single record that I referenced the most for the mix on this album, guess what it is? What? That wasn't a guess. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, was it the City Lights record? No. Oh, that was... The uh, next one, I think. Yeah, it was uh, Suffer and the Witness by Raz Against. Ah. Doesn't sound anything like it, but that was what I was going for. Maybe the volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, cool. so we have our new record. We call it Don't Complicate Things. Um, our friend at the time did a really cool drawing, mm-hmm. which actually Doug has a tattoo of, but I'll post the picture. Unfortunately, of, yeah. 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 It's, it's a... Uh, I mean, it's a cool drawing, but the dude's not cool. Yeah, unfortunately. We call it Don't Complicate Things. Very simple. We put it out, and we, did, we didn't put it out yet. So before we put this out... We got to play the Roar to Roar up to Alaska. Have to. We got to. We, we so were booked for it. We got to. So we're playing the Roar to Roar. The Road to Warp Tour. P for please. P for please. <laughs> this is one of the best days of my fucking life. This dude. is probably a top five in my life. I mean, like like we said, everything before 2015 is a little tainted. But, yeah. you know, I can still look at this moment pretty fondly. I look back at this day very fondly because. I, I don't remember our singer being around that much. Like all of the, all of all of everything that I was doing that day barely even involved him. So like my memory of this day doesn't really it doesn't he doesn't show up really. That's, hey, that's you good. know what I mean? Yeah, when I think when so, I think back. Good. So um so they had it at the Northway Mall. <laughs> Dude, if you are from Anchorage, holy shit. And you remember the Northway Mall. Hold on. It's definitely a mall. So actually, funny story. I was there back in July. I went. I drove past it. A shell of its former self. It is the most rubbed down thing. I think the only thing that's there at the time of this recording is a trampoline park. Oh my god! <laughs> it's at the very end where the Joanne fabrics used it's to be. Cool. <laughs> dude, I remember going to the Discovery Zone when I was a kid. Oh, dude, that was so sick. Dude, Discovery Zone way cooler than Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, the Northway Mall was a fucked up place for fucked up people. Dude, <laughs> there was a lot. Of, it was the vibes were just putrid. Um. Uh, Kate and I were sitting on the couch the other night, like talking about old jingles and stuff, and we found this. (laughs) I drew that jingle. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Oh my god. What a great atmosphere. What? <laughs> the place sucks. Anybody. Maybe it was cool back in the day. I I doubt I, it. I'm going to go into this tangent about this mall. I have a lot of of nostalgia for this mall. My dad um, passed away when I was um, 15. And um, 
he died of cancer. But before then, um, before then, um, we used to go on walks a lot um, to get a, help get his strength. It was very weak. But um, in the wintertime, probably can't really can't really walk in the right. at the, the outside. So we would always walk to the Northway Mall because really? it was the longest one you can go back and forth with. So I have a lot of nostalgia for North Mall, just hanging out with my dad, going back and forth. I remember there was a Sam Goody there. So every couple of weeks, yeah. I'd walk with my dad, like. Dad, can we go and get Dark Cloud on the PS2? <laughs> and I still have that copy of Dark Cloud on the wow, PS2. That's cool. I remember oh, um, tearing up a little bit. I remember, again. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, that was where all of the kids went for their birthdays. Was the Discovery yeah, Zone? Yeah, I have a lot of memories of the Discovery Zone. Place is bad. Well, I wonder, if we, I wonder if, we were, if we were ever there at the same time. Maybe, maybe, maybe we bumped into each other at the ball pit, or I punched you in the face. We could have been friends. We could have been. Charlene also had a lot of birthdays there. I had birthdays there. Um, they had an arcade. You were hoodwinks. <laughs> Yes, I went there once. Oh man, that was like a Wings Burger place. Uh, what else they had there? They had a they had a cool gaming store for a little bit there. Ian's Gaming Paradise. Oh yeah, I remember that place. Um, they had the really cool card shop A One. That's right. They had an Arby's. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one thing they so they had these two stores at the Northway Mall. One of them was called Excalibur Sports, and the oh. other one was called it was like this wig store. I guarantee you there were fronts for something because there was no nobody way, was ever nobody was ever in these stores, but they lasted up until the downfall of that mall. Yeah. So if you have any idea if what they were actually selling, <laughs> let if us you, know. If email you know us the dirt. At, email us at mustard and ketchup gmail.com. We need the lore. We need the lore. Okay, that's enough for my <laughs> tangent on the Northway Mall. It was out, so the, the, the Road to Warped Tour was outside. Behind um, the mall. Yeah, in like the parking lot behind it's the so mall. It's so funny because they set up the stages and you could see Home Depot on the right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a beautiful summer day and yes, it was a June. It was a perfect day. I'll name off some of the bands here. I'm just going to name off the big bands. I only have the big band list, but we'll rate okay. off the, we'll rate off the, uh, the band names. The band names. Okay. Uh, Falling Reverse. Zero out of ten. Yeah, not a good band name. Uh, not a good band. Not a good band. Moving on. That, that's that's separate though. We're <laughs> just talking about the names. Yeah. Yellow card. It's alright. Uh, uh, it's not for, honestly for such a massive mainstream band, not a very good band name. Yeah. Four out of ten? I don't know. I'm just saying not a good band name. I, I love Yellow Card though. I do too. Not a good band name. No. The Devil Wars Parta. Okay. I don't really like I it. I think it's. I don't like it. It reminds me of the movie. Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah. I think it's. Um, I heard the movie first for her the band. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the other way around. I think it's, it's very of its time. I yeah. Think, it's it's very. Uh, it, it's not. It's not verb the noun, but it, it's in that area of yeah. verb the noun. It's okay. Yeah. Less than Jake. Honestly, one of my favorite bands of all time. Not the best. Not band the best name. band name. You know, great I, band though. One of my favorite bands. I too. think probably if I had to if I had to make a top. 15 favorite bands they would easily be in there for sure oh, 100%. Yeah. same here probably my top yeah probably top 15 yeah top 10 maybe uh 303 bad 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 name <laughs> if you're a fan of that band more power to you um, <laughs> i remember the um they they played right after us i think oh yeah we'll get to that yeah um and then last so they only brought up six bands for this big band so and then last one all time low yeah. which not a, actually not a bad band name. not a bad band name but unfortunately um have gone down the toilet mm. recent years so um but yeah six bands and then everybody that went to the uh that played the finals i'm trying to remember off the top of my head so us well, this, okay i don't know if i don't know if all of these bands played because it feels like no it's not that much actually it's the finals yeah that I could th- that could be i feel like all of them played yeah okay yeah if i'm wrong on any of these Call us out. Email us. But according be- to this, from my remember, anybody that made it to the finals of the battle that year played that Road to Warp Tour. So us, Griffith, Harkwood State, 
Thera. Hell yeah. Which is funny that I don't remember them. I don't remember playing the battle. Honestly, they deserve to play too because they're probably one of the biggest bands. Thunderfish, terrible band name. Great awesome. band. They're like a classic band. Like, I don't think we've talked about this band yet. They're like a like a classic, just a rock band. I don't think it's a bad band name. I you think don't think a, so? I think it's okay. You could have it. All right. What's it a reference for? I don't know. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Sweeteners. We Good already band. talked about that band. Yeah. Uh, PJ Franco and the Burnouts. Yeah. We've talked about that band. Solid. Oh, Solid Ships Without a Harbor's not on here. Oh, interesting. So. They just got to play? I don't know. So, Andy, how'd you get to that? We should ask Nick. <laughs> There's some uh, nepotism there? No. <laughs> I don't know. Who's his dad? I'm just kidding, yeah. Andy. It's been, oh, it's over almost 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't care yeah, how, yeah, how yeah, you yeah. played it. I don't yeah. give a shit. But I, <laughs> I'm just glad you played it. I'm just glad you played it. And more importantly, Nick had to play two sets. So, if anything, it was a, it was a retiring on him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. Ah, damn, respect. I've, I've I've pulled double duty a couple times. It's not fun. It's, it's fun, like, but it's hard. Yeah, I, yeah, it's not easy. I I don't know why I'm having a reference to that because I've never done it. You've never done it. I've never done it, and I don't plan to. So yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, <laughs> we're, we're gonna start now at 32. Play play in two bands. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I've always been in two bands, and so. They had two stages. They had a big stage for the bigger bands, and then they had like a medium-sized stage for local bands. It was really cool because they did it to where the big band would play, local band would play. Big band would play, local band. Yeah, so nothing there was, was at the nothing same time. crossed over, so it got a chance for all the local bands to play in front of the giant crowd that was there. Oh, and by God, did they play in front of a giant yes, crowd. Yes, and I thought that was really great and really boosted everything. Every, that's, why, that's why I wanted to play this show. Everybody, like, it was a huge deal. Everybody from all parts of Alaska came for this thing because oh, it was a yeah. big fucking deal. They commercials shit fart it was a huge fucking deal there were radio ads the bands are posting about it on their social medias if i I remember correctly um yeah it was it was a massive deal and like if you guys remember you know back in the day i feel like this is honestly kind of the start of like this is like a cool bands this is like the heyday of that like or the start of the beginning or something yeah um a lot of you know this isn't this isn't the era where it's where cool bands started to come yeah. up and it was this is like right in the middle of it. I you read know? it I can't remember where I saw this. I read an article somewhere where about about bands coming up to Alaska to play where they don't come to play for, you know, because it's very expensive for those yeah. bands to come up and play. They don't really make money, they lose money, or they just kind of break even. Yeah. But they They'll do come it, for the experience. But they do it for the experience of just saying they went to Alaska and having that just being able to do it because it's yeah. it's something special for everybody to do that you know yeah and it was you know although there was a Home Depot on the right you could still see Bear Mountain I think, or I the, think so. whatever that mountain's called you could still see the mountain in the background so that was really cool yeah talk about us during this day we set up our merch thing so I gotta tell you something about merch oh yeah let's go <laughs> We were so fucking cheap back in we the day. We were so fucking cheap. So we had a bunch of shirts and stuff back in our day from various designs and various payments. I think that we... we various payments. Various payments. <laughs> I don't know. Various <laughs> levels of how much we were willing to pay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we didn't... I felt like most of the time we didn't skimp out on the merch stuff. Yeah. I feel we, like I mean, that's important. where our money went, like, to get that kind of stuff. That, yeah, that's where all of our money, when we spent money as a band, it was going towards merch. Yeah. Here's the thing. Never buy water bottles for your band. <laughs> was this? <gasps> Never. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this the time? This is it. So check oh this out. So God. Luke had this crazy idea, which I thought was a great idea. Like, we should get Noise Brigade water bottles. Oh, my God. And the joke was it would have our logo, and then it was Noise Brigade instant water. I'll post a picture on Instagram. And then an asterisk that said, just add water, you know? <laughs> I thought it was funny. Listen, this is how far we would go for a bit yeah. back in the day. We'll still do it to this day, dude. <laughs> 
I thought it was a great fucking idea. So like, fucking people can see that's hilarious. So we go online, find these water bottles, and the minimum you can order is like 500 or something. It was something we, we sat on these water bottles for five plus fucking we years. so fucking many. So nobody, no matter how funny or amazing your idea is, at the end of the day, no one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, man. As long as we think as as we we're so. funny. <laughs> I remember Kevin would always complain about it because he bought one. He's like, these water bottles suck. They leak and they taste funny. First of all, Kevin, did you wash it? <laughs> I feel like every time you get something from the store, you should probably you wash, wash it. it. That means like, that's even if I buy like go to a thrift store, I wash clothes before I buy them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I want to go I mean, see before Luke. I before I wear them. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> when I went to go see Luke, he had one of the water bottles, and I he let me use it when we're on a hike. It's water funny. tasted fine to me, Kevin. So on you, buddy. Do you, do you really? You know, we love Kevin. He's our best friend. Yes. But do you really think he would buy a water bottle and then wash it first, knowing Kevin? You're right. So, love you, buddy. But, but uh, it's time to start using that brand of yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, I feel like if you were to put one of these in a dishwasher, it would like melt. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. The one that Luke had for all these years is still standing. Hey, so. who knows? Who knows? Um, and then also, <laughs> we wanted to get more merch before this show. And uh, <laughs> we, need, we knew we needed to get a lot of merch. Yeah. So don't do this either. Once again, we're learning stuff and we're telling you guys not to do this. I go to Joanne Fabrics, which is conveniently at the Northway Mall, like two days, two, two days before we play the show. We buy a bunch of shirts. Like blanks. Yeah. A bunch of blank, different colored shirts. I buy that printer's iron on with just our logo. I get them printed. And I remember Christina got mad at me because he used up all our ink. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ever me and Luke are in my garage, we're ironing on these fucking. And I don't know if we didn't do them right. <laughs> we we called them PAF shirts, P A F, poor as fuck. <laughs> and it was just, you know, it's just our whatever we have. We have different colors, like pink, blue, black. We had a bunch of different colors, yeah. and they were just ironed on shirts. Like, it was we sold. Logo, it had like the white outlines and everything. It looked like shit. It looked like we well, if you looked far away, it looked pretty good. But as you got closer, uh, like yeah. okay. We sold these things for like 15 bucks and I remember Kevin is like, he bought one the day before and he's like, hey, Nathan, I put this in the wash machine and the, th- and the sticker came off. And I was oh like, my God. well, everyone's going to have the same problem then. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, it was a good shirt. I mean, the, the, the logo was, I mean, it's a good blank shirt. So maybe. Maybe he just had his heat on too high. I don't fucking know. If anything, it was good canvas for whoever bought the shirt to make it their own. Here's a shirt. You know you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Noise <laughs> Brigade, do whatever you want. Shirt. That's You're a great welcome. merch idea. You're Our welcome. next merch, we just get a bunch of blank shirts. <laughs> we are geniuses. <laughs> do whatever you want. With oh it. my god. <sighs> so I remember that. Um, also, um, why? Also, why we did the PAF shirts? I'll post a picture of this shirt. Another great idea we had. So we had this shirt. So speaking of SpongeBob earlier, we had oh this my God, sh- so yeah. we had this shirt idea. Our logo on the front, the classic then, breast pocket. Yeah. yeah, and then on the back, if you guys remember any SpongeBob episodes, the my burnt my shake bit. Yeah. So, you burnt my shake. Yeah. So we we got a picture of that fish put <laughs> on the back of the shirt. So that was a big thing back then too. It was like a big nice picture of whatever like a like a crowd shot of the band and then their lyrics. Uh-huh. We would. I feel like we parodied that. We did, yeah. A lot. And so we, 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 we parodied things a lot. Yeah, so that was our parody. So logo in the front and the back, a picture of that fish. They burnt my shake. <laughs> <laughs> and a picture of that fish holding the burnt shake. So fucking I made, fun. This is our best shirt this, ever. Okay, and I make 10 of them. I get 10 of them from like a website. I'm yeah. like, I just want to see how these do. 
just for the, I just want to see people think it's funny because mm-hmm. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's like when Vane made those windbreakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a show sometime, sometime before the Road Drop Tour. I sell out every shirt at this one show mm-hmm. and, I'm, and everyone's begging us to make more like this is the fucking greatest thing yeah. like, I'm like fuck yeah I'm gonna make fucking so many of these shirts I'm like me and Luke were like we're gonna make like 100 of these fucking shirts we're gonna make so much fucking money yeah. I put my order in I get a letter from Viacom <laughs> <laughs> I get a cease and desist letter from Viacom <laughs> telling us to stop making these shirts and I'm like fuck fuck but you still have? Do you still have yours? Huh? You still have yours? I have the one I personally made. Yeah. So the ten people that have that shirt, <sighs> I hope you hold on to it That's for the rest rare. of your that. I hope you have those for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because I was never able to make more. I hope. Yeah. And I think that's why we had to make the path shirt. It was like we need something because I was going to order can't this. Do these badass SpongeBob <laughs> shirts. God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Disappointment. My favorite thing about this show, we sold a lot of fucking merch at this show. We sold all our merch almost. We made so much money at this show. I remember um, there's pictures of of this. Um, I made a sign. Once we got the times, I think, like what time we were playing. We played at, I think, 8.15 p.m. Yeah. uh, Perfect spot. Like, we were like, I think, the second to last local band. Yeah, and I remember you two. Like, you, I hung out and did merch with Luke most of the day. Yeah. And then you, but you and. Me and I, Kevin. You and Kevin. Yeah. I, know, I know Kevin was like a pit reporter or something. He won oh, a, yeah. Him he won and a Taylor. contest or something. To, yeah. And, uh, but I remember you you were out there like really making sure people came to our yeah. set. Yeah. I, I, everybody, I, everybody I saw, I had this big um, poster board sign. I wrote Noise Brigade local stage 815 or whatever. Yeah. I went around everybody. I, I made sure everybody yeah, fucking saw it. I think it. he also went around the line when that was wrapped around the mall at the time. He went out there and did yeah. all that shit. Yeah. So... I think maybe maybe they came from when we first actually played the real Warp Tour. We're like maybe I'm not making that same fucking. Yeah, we're gonna make maybe. an effort this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though obviously we had, our morale was a little more boosted and it was like our home state probably yeah. had more of a more of a want to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to do and also more. at the same time too, like you couldn't really ignore us. Like, because, like, you know, lo- a big band played and then local band played. Like, yeah. it, like obviously, this music's coming from somewhere. You yeah. know, like, turn your attention to us. But, right. like, it worked, dude. We had so many fucking people watching us. It yeah, was I, crazy. I can't, I don't know the attendance, but we'll get to it in a sec. But, yeah, but tons of people. You did a great job going around and doing all the Thank sign you. stuff. That's because I'm irresistible. Yeah, exactly. They, they got, the, yeah. They, I want to go see that guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, you. I'm just, I'm just I, mean, I feel there's just like a little bit of an egoness there, too. Because, yeah, like, dude, hey, we're playing the more you were with Kevin, and you were probably with the Harlo- Harlequin stage. Yeah, I was, with, I was with Kyle. Uh, Harlequin was doing the same thing. Kyle and Josh were going around. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you have all the energy with your friends. Yeah. Like, you know, we goofball. Let's yeah. come to our set. Yeah. So, fart, fart, poop, poop. Yeah. And I was just hanging out at the Virch, meeting people. I can't remember much people, but I was selling away. You was, you did a great job I, because we sold everything. Yeah, we sold everything. Yeah. I remember that. Back to where you said about the spot. So, we played right after Less Than Jake. Dude, yeah. And right before 3.03. What a sandwich. I like 9 o'clock. 3.03 was the last band of the day. Yeah. I, I remember when we I were... Don't know how the we fuck were, we got that spot, too. I don't know one. either. One of the one of the canon events in my life, one of like the biggest moments of my life was when I was setting up for our set and Less Than Jake was playing right over there. Yeah. It was one of the craziest fucking things like for me because that was like one of the biggest bands. Like That was one of the bands that made me want to start a band yeah. when I was a kid. you know. And I was like, they're right over there. That, like, yeah, same here. Those I'll, are the guys. That's 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 less than Jake. You know, I remember too. Like we're watching their set as we were setting up, and I was I got the alarm. I'm just watching their set from yeah. our stage, and I'm like, and they're like, 
Y'all better enjoy the stock because we're never coming back. <laughs> That's funny. And they haven't been back since. I don't think, yeah. Love that band. And my God. And I'm already getting hyped. I'm getting a little nervous. There's a big fucking crowd. Oh, I dude, uh, one more thing before we get into our set. I remember me, Josh, Argel from Harlequin State, and Mason from Thera. And I think maybe a few other, but Kevin was there. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all on on stage for Yellow Card. It, there's a couple pictures of us just watching and fangirling. It was Aww. so cool, dude. What an awesome day. But anyway, onto our set. Yes. So we get on our set. Now I'm already nervous. I'm shitting. I'm farting. Lots That's of what people. That smell is. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people. This is the biggest crowd we probably played. It'd be like at, at up to this time, like oh, it at was that, the biggest. At that, it was the biggest crowd we had ever played in front of. We played fucking great. We I think it. I think we played fucking great. And yeah. when we talk about Dokum calling, this is why it's interesting about this song so we made the conscious decision to say okay we're gonna make a music video for this song don't come calling and we're gonna play it at roared to warped no one this is the first time we have ever played this song we're gonna play it here and make a music video on paper kind of a stupid idea yeah no one knows this song oh dude before i forget (laughs) i'm gonna lose this if i don't say it do you remember what i wanted to call don't come calling what um i hate noise brigade <laughs> anyway i don't remember that <laughs> but uh, yes. i think I, I think i introduced it I, this song didn't have a name yet at the show i don't know if you remember this but i was like this song's called i hate noise brigade you should too and oh, then we played it. do you remember yeah, that I, I vaguely remember that yes i just decided that was yeah. what it was called but yeah we play our set and we're gonna play don't come calling so like i said kind of a stupid idea play yeah. a song that you want for music video for people to get hyped up on and no one's heard this fucking song before yeah kind of a stupid idea <laughs> we get to don't come calling and i swear to fucking god everybody in that crowd reacted to that song like it was the hundredth time they heard this song i don't know i just it was magical it was awesome like, i'm dude. not i can sit here and toot my own dick and all that stuff but like really like we have videos of we have proof. I guess yeah, we well, have, we video have proof, there is yeah. video proof. It's not on our channel. There is a website that has our video that we couldn't take down. So if you look up Duncan Calling on YouTube, you can't find the video. Mm-hmm. But that crowd reacting to that song, we've never played it before. Very surreal. Yeah, I don't know how it happened. You that's what that's why I, I think that's why I can confidently say like I wrote a good song. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, dude. It was a perfect jump song. It was really easy to get people to get I guess that's the thing. It was easy for people to jump to. Yeah. You know, it had that new metal beat and everything. And God, I don't fuck out, man. I think about that time and I think about the reaction to that song and I just have a smile on my face of how surreal it was. And yeah. Very humbled by it and knowing that never happened again. <laughs> <laughs> that was lightning in a bottle. That was. Sure, it you know? was. I knew, but I knew something was special about that song when we played it. Like the reaction. Our entire set had great, had a great reaction. But when we hit that song, I don't know what it was. It was just so funny. I mean, obviously, too, there are probably a lot of people that have never even heard of us. Yeah. You know, they're coming from all places of Alaska because they're just there for the warp Tour. There's just something about the energy of that song that makes... That- yeah, it just made everybody <clears throat> jump. And, like, even to the part where it gets to the... There's a part of the video where uh, the director at the time, I think his name is Casey. Oh. Is that wrong? I, if I'm wrong, but it was it was uh, Week Productions, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But he... It, it was like, underground live. It was underground. It week, week like, films. I, yeah, I apologize. I can't remember the right names on it. But... That part where same person all, that did Grace. Yeah, same person that did Grace, our Grace video and our adventure, adventure video. Yeah. yeah. But he gets to the right time where everyone's just jumping up and down. We didn't play to a click. And we didn't play to a click. And, you know, it's pretty, like, also, it's kind of not, not like, in time, in time, but it's, like, almost on there, like, yeah. on some parts. And, like, the part where everyone's just jumping into it and 
I remember us. I remember us two getting ready for the build up, and we're jumping, and the yeah. crowd's jumping, and I'm like, a bra was thrown on stage. A lot of bras were thrown on stage. We always throw them back because we're gr- girls yeah. are gross. <laughs> <laughs> I was spoken for. Yeah. <laughs> I still, you know, like I said, a lot of the stuff before 2015 is 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 a bit tainted, but yeah, I do think of that moment, that set, and I think of a very. I guess I, it, it puts a smile on my face. I and, agree. And I, I remember very vividly. And it's one of those memories I, I, I cherish. Yeah, me to too. This day. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, like if you watch the video too, you, I mean, like you have a smile on your face the entire time. I'm not really in it that much. I mean, I'm in the background jumping up and down and stuff, but like you could just tell. It's like all, zero of the song. Yeah. You know, we're all, but you could tell we're all just having a great fucking time. Yeah. And everyone, all the crowds getting it. I thought we played well. I honestly don't know what. Any other songs we played at that show? I can't. I couldn't tell, tell you. you. I just know that probably distance, but that's all I can think of. It's just so funny, right? Just never heard, never played the song before, and the crowd reacts to that. It's 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 something special, I guess. Yeah, you know, it's who can who can say why, but I'm I'm grateful that everybody um, reacted to it in the way that they did. It's that was a very special moment for us, and um, you know, when I'm fucking an old man and I'm looking back that's one of the key mo- that's that 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 set was one of the key moments of our career I think I believe for so. sure I believe so as well and you know the, to this day too like I remember last time we played Alaska there are still people that have seen that was the first time they saw us yeah. we um, you know. um, Elias was there I think that might have been the first time he saw us yes, that's and then right. he ended up being our drummer yeah and, and and but, but like even like like over the years like a lot of people have come up to us and like first time I saw you guys was at the World Warped Tour behind yeah. the Northway Mall <laughs> yeah yeah dude and um, it was huge man it was a lot of people we never played in front of good vibes yeah the entire it was just a great day it was one of those days too when it came to an end and i was like oh, sad it's all over <laughs> that was one of the best days of my life 100 percent easy i remember um i had to work the next day um and i remember getting back home it was like we i think we all went out to eat afterwards as, we're just as, as we did you yeah. know we were just such on a high i think you guys all came back to my place we're just playing video games yeah there's not a huge high that night yeah and i remember getting yeah. back home like late late at night and just being so fucking sore but i i don't I was just beaming, man. I I was so fucking happy. We I think we've touched on it before, but like, but I know I know for sure I've mentioned it before. But like, I want to reiterate, like, you know, we I know we jo- we joke around, obviously. We we'll say it again. If you have if if you are an artist that has the privilege that to have an audience that people of people that care about you, like, and like seeing them react in that way is one of the most special things you can you can experience. Dude. It's and I, incredible. And I feel like you know, like we've talked about it too, like. If you can never get famous or never make the billions of dollars you were hoping, at least you have. I, I feel like that's the best part, me personally. Yeah, absolutely, someone who gives a shit. Yeah, or and, a group of people that give a shit. And even if, you know what, honestly, even if like a lot of those people went away, went away from that day, like, and they were just there to jump around yeah. and stuff. I'm so glad we gave that to them for that short amount yeah. of time. You yes. know, I feel release so, some release some emotion, release some steam. Yeah, just have fun like that. I'm so grateful for whatever whatever for whatever reason any any one of those people is were jumping around i'm just so thankful that yes, they were there I, doing that you know? yes 100 very <sighs> very special day that very, was that was very a wonderful special day. wonderful day we made so much money and we made so much money <laughs> well, they didn't pay us but we made money off the we merch. sold a lot of merch yes. well, what's in on a high note today that was yeah the, the first time the first i think <laughs> one of the first times we've ended it on a high note for the last few episodes kind of ended on a sad note but yeah. they were ending on a high note yeah yes. um but uh, tour was a wonderful time and there will be more episodes in the future that we end on a high note it's yes. just once we get through once, once we, we get, get through this, once, yeah once we get through past 2015 then it gets real good then it's it gets it gets more happy to talk about. for sure yeah yeah but uh, i think next time we're gonna talk about our uh, second tour 
Yeah. Which um, we're not going to talk about every tour we've done because there will be, be a lot. But we want to talk about this tour specifically because, like we said on our first tour, this is the tour where we learned all those mistakes and made it better. Yeah. And our, our friend Demetrius is going to come on. and he, he was He's our, a hoot. He was our current bass player and our, one of our best friends. And he's, he's been one of my best friends since we were 15. Yes. You know, and, you know it's going to be a great time. We'd love to have he's him. so funny Please, yeah he's one of the funniest people i know to this day <laughs> and i feel like anybody who knows to be a trick and a test yeah that. if you disagree go fuck yourself yeah. <laughs> all right so, yeah any closing thoughts uh whenever i know what whenever i feel down or about how much i've progressed in music that's a moment i can still i look back on and say i did this yeah that was really cool yeah i think um you know, there are a lot of moments i've had or i can look back but that was one of this them. is one of them yeah yeah I think you know uh, we're at a place now where I guess we can open up to the to the listeners about this. But we're at a place now, Noise Brigade, me, Nathan, and Demetric, where it, this band is really just a creative outlet for us. You know, uh, we're and we're we're cool with that. We're just we're settled down. We're just chilling. Um, we're right. We're still writing music together, and we'll, we'll we'll play shows whenever you know when they pop up. But you know, I'm 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 happy. We we've had the opportunity to have a lot of great experiences in this band. The fact that we're just kind of chilling now and like doing this for fun, the fact that we can look back at all those awesome things that we did and still have that, I'm happy, man. Like this is, th- those are the things that really like I can like like I, I can look back and just be happy, you know. And like I don't feel like oh man, like I gotta, we gotta keep doing this because I need to fulfill some kind of thing. Right. I've been fulfilled, yeah. you know, Multi- I, many times over. Couldn't set up better myself, you know. That's I guess that's what I was trying to say with that whole thing. Like I like. There's so many moments in that that we've shared together. That's what I dreamed about when I was a kid, and that the, road, the day of the Road to Warm Tour was absolutely one of those moments. And I'm so thankful that it happened. It was a great fucking day. Hell yeah, my Hell friend. Yeah. Hell yeah. So be sure you tune in next week. Have another fun, exciting episode. Like I said, our friend Demetrius going to be here. It'll be a great time, and I hope for you, Doug, to have a list of something. And while you slurp this water, top five favorite beverages. I'll list I'm Nathan. I'm Doug. This is Buster to catch a packet. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Later. Bye.